Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode, and then we talk about them. How you doing, Stefan? I am still hot. (laughs) Temperature has strangely not gone down? No, not yet. (laughs) It's probably because the radiators are on in my apartment. They refuse (laughs) to shut them off. It's June. That seems, I was going to say, that seems wrong. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, well, your computer hasn't died either, so that's good. That's true. I, I have my headphones on. It could be making some awful noises, though. So. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited to talk about today's episode? I'm very excited to talk about today's episode. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> so today's episode is season five, episode two, Scavenger Hunt, part one. And the synopsis, Hobo is sought in a fraternity scavenger hunt. And this episode first aired September 22nd, 1983. Yay! I'm just going to dive right in. Let's do it. Now, normally I would start by just setting the scene about, like, <laughs> what's happening in the episode. But I decided this this episode is centered on three teams trying to complete a scavenger hunt. So I'm going to introduce you to the teams first. That's a good plan. <laughs> We're just going to lay out the characters. So team one, it's the Niederhoffs. It is a father-son duo. So you have Big Al... And he's got like this wicked beret mustache glasses combo. <laughs> and his son, Larry, who is sweet, but a little bit awkward. <laughs> he's the weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's team one. Team two, we have the Lennoxes. Uh, they're your typical snooty, rich father-son duo. Uh, Pat Sr. and Pat Jr., they're pretty much what you're picturing. Yeah. <laughs> Just snobs. <laughs> A couple of snobby pats. Yep, that's all they are. And then <laughs> team three is the Coulters. This one is a mother-son duo. Uh, the mom never gets a name, I don't think. No, I don't believe uh, she does. I don't, nope. Uh, the only one who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> and her son, Adam, uh... He has like a vague accent, so I had to look it up. He is, he's Welsh. He's Welsh, 100% Welsh. It slips yeah. up very much so later in the episode. Yeah. I was like, that's, what is that? So yes, uh, he's Welsh. Uh, and they're, yes, they're a mother-son duo, a little bit of like a golden child situation. Yeah. He's perfect. Aww. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So these are our teams who we're going to follow for this whole episode. And it's part one. So next episode two. Mm-hmm. The first team we meet is the Niederhoffs. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they roll up in their like giant van that says Niederhoffs Realty on it. Uh, the dad immediately kidnaps the hobo. <laughs> he like throws a net over him. Yeah. The hobo does not resist at all. Yeah. It li- <laughs> How did he get the drop on the hobo? I don't know. The, literally the first shot of this episode is a <laughs> whip pan, like this crazy whip pan. And like, Jesus Christ, it's just like the hobo in a net. <laughs> yeah like he has been trapped yep. <laughs> uh, the dad is talking about how handsome hobo is yep i don't know if you caught that it slips in he like oh, he's handsome he picks him up too by his legs so like <laughs> yeah. i love when people carry large dogs like that i used to have to carry my dog like that when he was like about the hobo size and like dogs always look super weird when they're like scooped up at someone's <laughs> arms yeah the legs are all tucked in there's just like a nose a nose and a butt <laughs> you're just carrying it around yeah, do 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 wrapped in a net. Yep. <laughs> uh, his son Larry runs over, uh, saying that the German Shepherd was the hardest thing on the list to get. Like you can't believe they they got a German Shepherd. <laughs> and that's who puts a German Shepherd on a scavenger hunt list. Yes, this is going to be something we're going to have to talk about at some point. 
I do have a list of all the items they mention they need to find. Oh, darn it, so do I. Okay. <laughs> we should have collaborated more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might, but I was like, just in case. All right, we'll, we'll compare. We'll compare lists. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, Larry is concerned that the hobo may belong to someone. Yes. And that they might be stealing someone's dog. His dad does not care. <laughs> uh, he just shoves hobo in the back of a van. Yeah. Um, this man, this man who plays Niederoff Sr., his name is Harvey Atkin. And uh, he should be recognizable because he, he hasn't changed his look. He was the angry truck driver in Ghost Rig. The guy who like owned the, re- owned the restaurant. And you like, what was the woman's name? Do you remember? Was it Brenda or... Uh- Oh, I thought it started with a D. Oh, I can't. Deborah. Anyways, he's the guy who's like, you're going to count every (laughs) cent in that till. And she's like, (laughs) just make sure that till balances tonight. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Also, another Christine Foster episode, which this episode is. And she does not disappoint. No. I mean, it's a little spoiler, but. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We love Christine Foster. (laughs) Welcome back. We do. Welcome back to Forum, (laughs) Christine Foster. So happy to see your name. Yes. Uh, Larry's dad is yelling at him, at Larry, because Larry did not get the hornet's nest that was on their list. Uh, Larry rightfully is telling his dad that there were hornets in the nest (laughs) and he didn't want to get stung. Yep. Fair. Very fair. (laughs) Uh, This is where we get a little exposition. His dad is like hyping up the fact that he needs to win the scavenger hunt in order to get into this fraternity that his dad was also a part of. Larry doesn't really seem that interested. No. He's like, eh. (laughs) But his dad is super into it. Yep. (laughs) So at this point, uh, we meet the Coulters. They drive by. Larry complains about Adam Coulter, the son, and calls him a perfect Peter mm-hmm. and says that Adam gives him the HGs. Yeah, he gives me the HGs. Which I assume is the heebie-jeebies. I, like, I usually, I think most people have to pay for those. <laughs> it was such a it's weird... A strange, it's a very strange thing to say. <laughs> yeah. They gave me the HGs. Anyways, at this point, Larry's dad tells him they're going to have to cheat to win. Yeah, he says there's one sure one sure way to beat a man, son. And it's like a pair of handcuffs and a bag full of soap. Larry seems like the type. Absolutely, he is. I, th- I, yes. I think maybe this is the same character from Ghost Rig. It could very well be, because he's got the same vibes. Like, realty could definitely be a front for something. Absolutely. He's just changed businesses, but That's still it. just laundering that money. You betcha. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yes, Larry's plan is to, not Larry, Larry's dad's plan is to cheat. (laughs) So at this point, they get in their car, they drive off, they spot the Coulter's car, which is empty because the Coulter's are hand in hand running towards the tennis court. They're very close, aren't they? This whole mother-son relationship is very odd, and there's a reference later on that makes me think it's intentional. (laughs) So I think it's in part two that they bring up the reference. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Also, we have new music. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yay, they got some budget. This episode and the next episode, we're going to get at least two new tracks, which is always very exciting. Because if I have to hear that pastoral hobo theme Uh, again. Go punch someone. (laughs) Bring back the Jasper McGillicuddy music. Ah, the banjo We never hear enough of the banjo (laughs) music. Crimson Cross, baby. Right. (laughs) I want to hear it again. Um. So, so you've you've introduced the families. Let me introduce what the families drive. Because what the okay, families okay, drive yes. actually helps inform 
who they are. So the Niederhoffs drive a third generation Ford Econoline, which is a van. <laughs> um, I wonder if they do. An- they're no drifting in this. Mm. No, I don't think they do. Well, they do they a don't little drift. bit, kind of. They run There's over some stuff drift. later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tokyo slight drift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the PG version. <laughs> uh, also, the commercial that that uh, Mike sent me for the Econoline, the slogan was, <laughs> buy a Ford and do your own thing. And he customized Ford's spacious front room, especially for his special friends. Get a Ford and do your own thing. Which well, is definitely a key party it, slogan. <laughs> I was going to say, they're really not dispelling our... Our whole myth, no or rumor. Oh, I don't think this is a myth. I think this is. A, I think we've got. We something need to here. look into this deeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cultures are driving a '82 Chevy Malibu, which is like just a regular old family, family. car. They're towing. Yeah. A, they have a trailer behind it that they mm-hmm. throw all their items into. And uh, I'm just trying to find what the Lennox drive. The Lennox drive a Cadillac Seville, which uh. makes sense. It's a Cadillac. Um, apparently, this Cadillac Seville was the first ever um, Cadillac to have a diesel engine in it, which is oh. kind of interesting. <laughs> Not efficient at all, but <laughs> no. who knows? <laughs> Three very different approaches. You've got the practicality of an Econoline. You've got the regular family Malibu. And then you mm-hmm. have the chic uh, money of a yeah. Cadillac. So very, very fun stuff. Thanks. That does. Thanks, Mike, so, for that. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Does sum up the families very well. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh the mom and Adam are running towards a tennis court because one of the items they need to get is a sports ball of end of their choosing. Yes. So while they're gone, Larry goes to look through their stuff in their trailer to see if there's anything that they need that they can steal. Yep. <laughs> while his dad goes and messes with their engine and takes off their distributor cap. <laughs> yeah. How fast can you take a distributor cap off? Mike, anyone? Yeah, I'm not a mechanic, <laughs> but that feels like it's more than the minute that he puts into it. Like It's very quick that yes. he has that off and is like throwing it in the woods. <laughs> and he hurls it. Like I, on screen, he doesn't. On screen, he just kind of checks it. But we're going to find yeah. out later. That thing's like easily so 200 far. meters into the woods. <laughs> it's like it's so light, it just flew like a Frisbee. <laughs> yeah. Or like something picked it up and carried it off. Yeah. Uh, at this point, the hobo has been trying to get out of the van, and he finally succeeds. Yeah, he just busts uh, his way out of that. Econ- he couldn't do yeah. it for the other Econolines, but I guess there's yeah. a flaw with the third generation ones. He's like, ah, yes, this Econoline. I've yes. got this. I've been practicing. <laughs> I know now. Yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. Do your own thing. Larry has stolen a shoe from the back of the car, because another item they need to get is a woman's size six shoe. Very specific. Item very specific. Uh, so Larry has stolen that. Um, the Coulters are coming back, so Larry and his dad take off. They get in their van and leave. Hobo heads towards the Coulters. Uh, Adam and his mom are running towards the car, hand in hand, <laughs> discussing how easy it was to get the tennis ball compared to the shoe and the bagpipes. Yeah. Another one on the list. <laughs> uh, Adam is talking about how he was so charming that basically the woman just like took her shoe off and like threw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so charming. Here, take my shoe. <laughs> 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 uh, the Niederhoffs drive past them, take off. They're gone. Yeah. Hobo goes into the woods to find the engine part that's missing. While he's in the woods, somehow the Lennoxes have snuck up on him. Uh, Lennox Jr. He doesn't have a net uh, though. That's his no mistake. No net. He is all about the talk because he tries to bribe the hobo with steak. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? It would have worked for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, put me in that car. If I was in the bush <laughs> and someone was like, hey, man, you want a 12 ounce steak? I'd be like, is there beer? Yeah. Be like, yeah, yeah, we got beer. All right, where are we going? You're just trying <laughs> to keep me out of your car, mister. <laughs> yeah. You're already in there, doors locked. You yeah. Can't get me out. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, so as Lennox Jr. is trying to bribe Hobo, Lennox Sr. pulls up in the car. He already has a German Shepherd in the back. He's paid $500 for it. He's like, kid, leave that one. We don't know where it's been. <laughs> <laughs> this one's brand new. This one's brand new. Yeah. Like, I just imagine the dog has like a little, one of those little uh, car freshener, the tree car fresheners around its <laughs> yeah. neck. He's got the new car smell. The new car smell <laughs> deep into the fur. <laughs> Hobo and the other dog actually exchange like a glance. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> They kind of know. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the Coulters, who have discovered their car has won't, won't start. Uh, but at the same time, Hobo arrives with the engine part. Adam is also apparently a good mechanic, because he knows immediately what that part is and how to fix it. Yeah, apparently a distributor <laughs> cap is something you can take out or put in in under a minute. Just, just um, so quickly. <laughs> this is also where Adam slips into his accent. Um, yes. he, I think he says he says the hunt's escalating to into an all-out war. But it's like he gets his Canadian <laughs> accent only halfway through that sentence. <laughs> yeah. This hunt's escalating into an all-out war. This hunt's escalating into an all-out war. <laughs> it's just a very funny line reading. Yeah. It's, it, they're like, oh, nobody cares. <laughs> no. Maybe his character is genuinely Welsh. We'll go with it. Sure. <laughs> so they eye up the hobo because they need a German shepherd for the scavenger hunt. Hobo is like, no, no, thank you. I don't want a part of this. Yeah. And they don't <laughs> so force leaves. him, which is no, nice. No, they do not. Yes. They're like, I respect your decision. So <laughs> the mom and Adam get back in the car. They leave saying they only have 10 more minutes to get back before they have to check in. So mm-hmm. this is the scavenger hunt where like every hour they have to check in and then go back out. Yes. Seems weird, but okay. Yeah. They also, <laughs> as they're driving, they lose their te- a tennis ball out of the trailer. Ah, uh, yes, the tennis ball bounces out, and Hobo grabs it and starts following them. And that is the most fun that dog has ever had in his life. <laughs> he is so excited. Yeah, <laughs> ball, ball, <laughs> yeah. Chuck never throws balls at me. Right. I can be a real dog. <laughs> it's always like a baby dummy or something. <laughs> yeah, something scary, and I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, so Hobo is happily running after this car, falling <laughs> out. <laughs> so then we cut to the university uh, where they are preparing for the spring carnival, some sort of like dance situation, which seems more high school than university. But what do I know? This is also this is York University, just in case anybody wants to know. <laughs> yes, it's very distinct. Yep. Very bland buildings. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, York. <laughs> <laughs> Come at us, York. <laughs> Isn't York it's also true. the place that had the fox hunting group, or is that somewhere else? Oh, it was definitely near there, I yeah. think, yeah. But we're not making any like friends a... at York. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can never go to that part of town. York? <laughs> More like dork, am okay. I right? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, high They're five. never coming back from that burn. <laughs> 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 so we're at this weird dance setup. There's a girl. Her name is Sylvia. Her and a guy named Steve are, like, setting up a banner. Um, they start talking about the scavenger hunt. So we get a little exposition about how Steve is the head of this fraternity. They have one bedroom left, or one room left, at the frat house. The scavenger hunt is to determine which of these guys is going to get it. 
yeah. one of these three guys. Also, which, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I just going to say, this seems like a very, I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of horrible initiation because this seems very tame for a fraternity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, Sylvia also, by the way, uh, looks like the Pink Ranger from Power Rangers. Yes. She's totally Kimberly. <laughs> yes, she is. She's got like the, uh, the hot pink pants on and then like the headband. She even kind of yes. like looks like even her her stature and like her build yeah. is very, yeah, she's Kimberly from Power Rangers. <laughs> Very pink, the brown like straight hair. Yep. Yeah. So picture that. This exactly what she looks like. <laughs> um, I don't remember this woman's name, but I looked her up. This was her only acting role, so she did this <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> she was like, "I'm good." <laughs> I think one is enough. I got two episodes of the hobo, and, <laughs> and I bought a car. <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. <laughs> uh, we also get the little fun fact that not only do the, does the winner get into the fraternity. They also get to take Sylvia to the dance tonight because her father, the Dean, added her as a prize. Yes. I don't know what his name is. I call him Dr. Professor Man because like, <laughs> as soon as he shows up, he's a professor. Like, you know, oh. mm-hmm. he's got like the, I was thinking that was like the grad gowns that they wear, like the big robes. He's yes. wearing the robe. He's got like his tweed jacket and his like little bit of gray in the hair. He's Doctor Professor Man. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't have to tell me who he is. I know who he is. But yes, he has offered his daughter as a prize. Yeah. I'm not even gonna unpack that. Nope. You know how I feel. It's not Hopefully even. You feel the same way. Not even <laughs> worth it. Nope. Uh, so we go back to the hobo. Uh, the Coulters have stopped at a stop sign, so Hobo has taken the opportunity to jump in the back of the trailer so that he can just like hitch a ride. So he's yep. hitchhiking now in the back of their trailer. Uh, we cut to um, Big Al uh, Niederhoff, who is stealing a golf ball that somebody has just hit and has landed fairly close to the hole. <laughs> have you, <laughs> they must have been so excited. Have you, have you ever seen, there's a French prank artist. I can't think of his name. I'll find the video. There's a video where he dresses up as a devil and goes on to golf courses with helium balloons and tiny baskets and then when people hit their golf balls close to the hole he runs over puts the golf ball in the basket and lets it go <laughs> it's it's oh, like that's it's, evil it's so evil and it's real like it's not set up because one of the guys chases him and then trips and actually like apparently ripped his hamstring in the process oh. trying to chase this guy down and then there's another video where he dresses up as an angel and he goes back to the golf course and instead he like when the golf ball lands he picks it up and puts it in the hole it's <laughs> equally terrible he's really i can't think of his name he's famous because he also did a video where he um he got, he got a go-kart to make it look like the Mario Kart go-karts and he dresses up as Super Mario and drives all over the highway in France throwing <laughs> turtle shells at people. Uh, I love it. I'll see if I can find the video. The devil one is incredible though. Like it's just <laughs> superb. But that's what Niederhoff's doing. He just steals this <laughs> guy's golf ball. Yeah, it just rocks up it's like dick mine. <laughs> Who's going to know? <laughs> so as he's stealing the golf ball, we go to the Lennoxes, who have pulled up next to a man mowing his lawn. <laughs> they jump out of the car. At first, I thought they were stealing the lawn mower because the son starts unplugging it from the extension cord and like wrapping up the extension cord. And the dad is trying to hand money to the man who's very confused. Yes, rightfully so. <laughs> it turns out they're just stealing the extension cord. Well, they, they pay him a lot of money for it. 
They and do. He looks very happy afterwards. Oh, he's super happy because it's not his lawnmower and that's not his lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just got hired for the job and the old lady paid him 20 bucks to mow the lawn and this guy just gave him 150 for the extension cord. <laughs> yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. He's like, well, going to go drink this. Yeah. Off to the pub. <laughs> yep. Got to go disappoint my daughter who believes in Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was her name? I don't remember. Was she a Peggy? I feel like she met. She was a Peggy. Peggy. Wow, good yeah. memory. You're right. She yeah. was a Peggy. Another Christine Foster episode. We're making the Christine yeah. Foster universe. It's the heck yeah. with the hobo universe. The yeah. hobo verse. We want the Christine Foster. We're just taking hers and making yeah. them their own canon. The CFU. That's right. Yeah. Sounds like a bad UFC Canadian version. <laughs> It's like it the does. CFL to the NFL. We've got the, <laughs> yeah. the CFU to the <laughs> UFC. Yeah. We try. We try it's, hard. We, Our we heart's try. in the right place. Yeah, it's just not as good. <laughs> just can't, can't do it. Yeah. 100th anniversary of the Grey Cup. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. It's awesome. All nine teams. <laughs> yeah. That's what a Canadian UFC would be, too. It'd be like the same eight fighters over and over <laughs> yeah. again. It really would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yes. So they have stolen the extension cord. We get a weird scene of a man who we learn is an actor uh, <laughs> who puts on a blindfold. He's got a dog, a German Shepherd, but not hobo, named Rex uh, that he's using as a seeing eye dog. He pulls down a blindfold, starts acting blind, letting the dog lead him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a lot of fun. I really like this guy. And I thought we had seen him before. And I actually. I'm sh- ashamed to say I spent over an hour going through IMDb <laughs> to try and figure out who this guy was. And I eventually just messaged Brad. It was like, Brad, who this guy? And uh, this guy's name is Alan Fawcett. And he hadn't been in the hobo before. He's going to show up again in an episode in the future. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought he might have been the guy from Day for Fright. I thought he might be the same guy as the cop because his voice is very familiar to me. Uh, but I thought also that you might recognize him because he was in the TV series Ewoks. So <laughs> I don't know if you're not expecting that. If you're familiar with that or not, but apparently he was in it. I've seen clips. I've never seen a whole episode. Well, you've got time. <laughs> well, it's true. I'm I'm running low on shows to watch, so just wait. <laughs> I'll get to Ewoks eventually. There you go. I'll do my solo podcast. Oh yes, it will be solo. <laughs> <laughs> that is that wow ewoks okay <laughs> so this man is pretending to be blind being led larry and his dad are following the man uh because they're gonna steal the man's dog so they are stealing a seeing eye dog <laughs> how low can you get who's gonna know uh, no who's gonna know not the actor because they go straight up to him they are unhitching Rex from his harness. The actor's ch- saying that he realizes Rex is distracted, but he doesn't know why. Yeah, yeah. As they attach the harness to a fire hydrant and take the dog. Yep. <laughs> Hobo is watching all of this, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, he's just chilling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they put the Rex, put the Rex, put Rex in the van. They put the uh, Rex. <laughs> Putting on the Rex. <laughs> Oh, it sounds like song. sounds like you're wearing them. <laughs> I know. It seems a little like 101 Dalmatians, Cruella Deville. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh no, a coat made out of hobos. 
No. Do not like. <laughs> it's it's terrible in both ways. Yeah. Is it hobo dogs or hobos? <laughs> Don't like either of them. Little column A, little column B. <laughs> It's a hybrid. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. No, I don't, oh, I don't like, like it at all. I can see no. it. No. It's got a smell. Just erase that out of our minds <laughs> as we get our brief Tokyo drift scene. Our, our, what do we call it? Minor drift? or Slight, slight drift. Slight drift. So we have the Niederhoffs in their van with Rex. The Coulters have pulled up and the Lennoxes are there. And they all kind of like crisscross in the intersection. Uh as if they're in Fast and Furious. Like, no one's following road rules at this point. No. <laughs> Especially not the Niederhoffs, who do a U-turn that involves them taking out, like, five garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just taking off. <laughs> the yeah. actor's like, yeah, anytime you want to go, Rex, uh, this yeah. seems to be an awful lot of traffic, though. <laughs> yeah, just take your time. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, Hobo arrives. Like, he has jumped out of the Coulter's car. Uh, he barks at the actor until the actor finally realizes the dog is no longer attached to the harness. <laughs> but he thinks that Hobo is Rex. Yeah. He does not Ho- know his dog has been taken. Hobo got out somehow. <laughs> yeah, he Rex just thinks got he's out. that good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that dogs look similar, but dogs don't look the same. No. Like, like you it- would be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, if I right? swapped your dog out with the exact same breed of the exact same age... I still feel like you're going to know because like your dog's going to be weigh a little bit more, a little less, or I, I mean, an animal's face, animals don't all look the same. <laughs> no. And, and it, later on, we're going to get a shot of a German shepherd um, in the school. And like, they do this zoom in shot and the German shepherd looks like an 80 year old man. <laughs> like he's got lots of gray going on. Yeah, and this like pudgy. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> He looks like he an American a- founding father. Like he's just like, how dare you? Like he doesn't Very jowly. Look, yeah, it doesn't look like the hobo at all. And I understand we're watching a show that's you know cast by like five different dogs, and we're not always able to tell the difference between them. But yes. we're also not looking for the difference, and also we don't live with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if we lived with them, we would know. We would. We would definitely know. So the fact that this guy thinks this is Rex, mind-boggling. Yeah, a little strange. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at this point, Hobo takes off. So the actor starts chasing after him. Yeah. Hey, Rex, come back. Rex, Rex. Uh, <laughs> and it, I, th- I can always think of his, I think we've mentioned before, the guy's yelling Fenton, his oh, dog. Yeah. Fenton. 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fenton. <laughs> Fenton. <laughs> I can't not laugh. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just phenomenal <laughs> totally forgotten about that and now it's all just right back oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I needed that i needed that laugh <laughs> <laughs> okay so yes he's running after hobo slash rex <laughs> uh we get a scene back at the university of the lennoxes they've arrived with all their items drop them off patrick says like we'll see you again in an hour they take off again yeah um we go to the niederhoffs who are stealing like one of those backyard like patio umbrellas yeah straight out of someone's lawn yes <laughs> just hijacking that uh this whole scavenger hunt is very illegal <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So maybe we should we should take this moment, yes. a half hour into our episode, to talk <laughs> yeah. about this scavenger hunt. <laughs> yes. um, I mean, I have a list of everything here, but like yeah. at the basis level, this scavenger hunt encourages you to steal yes. or buy, and we're gonna find out later that you're not allowed <laughs> to buy things. So, yes. like, I understand that the cultures they they borrow just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they ask if, permission yeah but like if you're going to win this thing <laughs> this the things on this list like particularly a muffler yes where where are you going to get a muffler a german <laughs> shepherd like yeah. there's so many weird things on this list you just couldn't get you know no. legally like, <laughs> legally a store mannequin how do you get a store <laughs> mannequin like they go on sale when stores shut down. <laughs> there is no place you could go in and buy a store mannequin, and you're not allowed to buy a store mannequin. You have to walk into Susie Shear and be like, "Can I borrow one of your mannequins?" <laughs> to which the cashier will look at you and be like, "No, <laughs> yeah. you weirdo." What well, you okay, playing? I you know I can't have your mannequin, but what size are your shoes? Are they size <laughs> six? Because I'd love to have one of your shoes. And then security <laughs> comes in and beats the crap out of you. Like yes, <laughs> what's this? whole scavenger hunt doesn't make any sense at all and it's awful <laughs> none no it's no good no. <laughs> uh, okay so yes they're stealing the backyard umbrella <laughs> uh, we're at the university again adam and his mom have arrived with their items uh, adam adorably trips and falls as he's coming in oh uh, so cute yeah uh, so that sylvia can go over and like help him up uh, yeah. because clearly they like each other so there's yeah. like a little flirting vibe well he's the red ranger so <laughs> it's he very much is the red ranger yes yeah. uh, but everyone knows the green ranger was clearly the superior ranger yes absolutely <laughs> he's got a, a knife that's a flute but sounds yeah. like a trumpet yeah and wasn't he the one who starts off evil and then becomes good yeah Has a green whole with arc. envy green yeah. with envy it's a three episode arc i'm not ashamed <laughs> to say that i watched them like two years ago when i was writing a movie <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch these again. doesn't hold up, but that's okay. Uh, so, yes, uh, Sylvia and Adam flirt a little bit while Steve – so Sylvia asks Steve to help with the items, and he just, like, sarcastically claps and says, ha. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of liked Steve in this moment. Not overall, <laughs> but in this moment, I enjoyed him. <laughs> so Sylvia and Adam flirt a little more, and Steve's, like – it's shot so that, like, Adam's on one side of the screen – Sylvia's on the other, and then Steve is in the middle, just, like, yep. glaring at them. Yeah. I thought that was fun. <laughs> Steve's clearly not down not down with anything not, that Adam's putting on the table. No. It's not like this man. <laughs> no. Uh, so they're doing that. The Niederhoffs then arrive um, with Hobo chasing after them. Uh, so they're driving on the road, so Hobo cuts across the campus. Get a shot of him running across York University's quad. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that he can intercept them. So... They see him boy sta- on wheels. He does do, except they don't flip. They unfortunately <laughs> they don't. No, they manage to hit the brakes. Uh, they're very confused because they think the dog in front of them is the dog that w- is in the back of their van. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> so course. They think Hobo is Rex from the back of their van who somehow escaped while moving, and then run around to be in front of them. 
Which is I've... also, it's doubly strange because they're in a Ford Econoline. There's no separation <laughs> yeah. between the front and the back. Like they just had to turn around and look. Turn your head 45 <laughs> degrees and just kind of look out at the corner of your eyeball. There's your dog. Which makes like, this next part even more annoying, like weird. Because they get out and Larry goes to the back to open the back door to look and see. Yep. <laughs> and he sees Rex, who's waiting for his opportunity to escape. And Rex is gone. <laughs> yeah, Rex goes over to the hobo and they hang out. <laughs> yep, they're friends now. <laughs> Hobo grabs, like Rex has like a rope around his neck. Yeah. So Hobo picks that up and starts leading him away. He's like, you're my friend whether you want to be or not. <laughs> yeah, I've got you. <laughs> uh, so the Niederhoffs have no choice. They go off and deliver their items. Uh, Larry also does like a trip like Adam did. Yes. He's holding a skateboard. <laughs> so when he lands, he somehow propels himself forward <laughs> uh, towards the table where the Lennox's German Shepherd is chilling. <laughs> yes it's fun it's fun it doesn't make any sense it like yeah. it reminds me of um all those call it 80 college movies oh like um animal animal house, house. yeah yeah there's another one too i can't think of the name of it at uh, the moment. they're very yeah. reminiscent of all those movies though <laughs> like it's yeah. just zany weird things going <laughs> on and and if i could describe these two episodes as anything i think zany would probably be it Zany is a good way to sum them up. <laughs> uh, and things are going to get more zany. So. It can't get any more zany. We've reached maximum zany. <laughs> I mean, he was on a skateboard, just sliding across the room. <laughs> yeah. Airbud uh, came out, hopped on his back, and dunked. <laughs> yeah. And then for no reason, there was a monkey. <laughs> and then a marching band rolled in. <laughs> yeah. And the monkey played the drums. <laughs> yeah. And everyone cheered and gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, and then there was a weird undercurrent of sexism because all those college movies had that. Oh, yes, all yep. of them. There's just a random naked woman walking past for no reason. That's right. There's a man <laughs> drilling a peephole because that was totally acceptable in 1982. Absolutely, it's what you did. <laughs> We've come so far. We, I, Yes, you know, there's still progress to be made, but I'm... We've made a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be to be blunt, I feel like if I went back and watched American Pie, I probably wouldn't think as fondly of it as I did at that time. <laughs> no, I don't if, think that one holds up. <laughs> it probably doesn't. <laughs> I'm never going to revisit it, so I'll never find out. Nope. We'll never know. <laughs> nope. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, get on that. Watch American <laughs> Pie for us. <laughs> Tell us all the ways it does not hold up. <laughs> So we're back to the Coulters. They have pulled up into a forest-ish area. Um, oh, that's and exactly what I have in a town in my document has. Forest-ish? Forest-ish area. <laughs> that's what it is. It's not exactly the forest. Just oh. forest-ish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you 200 know, you trees know. in a field. Yeah, right? There's like a fence and a road. <laughs> yep. Uh, so they're discussing how the mom is going to go get the hornet's nest and Adam is going to go get night crawlers. Yes. Uh, they discuss whether or not they're allowed to split up, and Adam's like, yeah, it's totally fine. Uh, and then they say, before they separate, they <laughs> together say, happy hunting, rawr. rawr. Son, happy hunting, rawr. <laughs> what yeah. is with these two? I don't. We'll talk uh, about it in episode two. Okay. Part two. <laughs> so they split up. We go back to the Lennoxes. They're driving in their car. They pull up to a kid on the side of the road selling night crawlers like you would sell lemonade. 
Yeah, just on a dirt road. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> He's got his little stand, says night crawlers. It doesn't say how much. Uh, but Lennox pulls up, buys some night crawlers, gets back in his car, pulls ahead like two feet, stops, gets out, goes over, hands the kid a pile of money, and tells him not to sell night crawlers to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if that kid was smart, he'd be like, sure, yeah, I won't sell to anyone else. And then in the minute Lennox is gone, just go back to selling them. Yeah, oh yeah. Just move his stand <laughs> to the other side of the road. <laughs> right. Like, what are the odds the guy's going to come back and check? <laughs> yeah, and what is he going to do? <laughs> right? Beat up a little kid? <laughs> it's called Take being a businessman child. <laughs> yep. Oh, he's got handcuffs and a bag of soap. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's going to beat me. Uh, the kid does not. He packs up. He's like, yeah, I'm going home. I can now buy my candy. <laughs> or whatever it was he was. A dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go get that puppy. The one with the blackest nose. Yeah, we go back to Larry, who they're still, the Niederhoffs are still at the university. Larry is talking to Sylvia. He's attempting to flirt with her. It's not going well. His dad drags him away. It's not working for you, man. (laughs) It's not not working for Larry. He's got no game. Sorry, Larry. Sorry. (laughs) None whatsoever. (laughs) At this point, Larry and Al are stealing a muffler. They literally have a hacksaw and they're cutting a muffler off of a man's truck. What did they expect when they put muffler on the scavenger list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hello. I'd like to borrow your muffler, please. Oh, yes. Here's the keys. Just take the whole car. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's totally fine. <sighs> so they steal the muffler. Um, we go back to Adam's mom. She goes over a fence that says keep out, but she misses the beware of dog sign that's kind of off to the side. <laughs> uh, she spots a hornet's nest. There's so many hornet's nests. In but it's the same hornet's nest <laughs> every time. It is literally the same one. It yeah. does not change shape at all. No, or color. <laughs> it's somewhat paper mache one hornet's nest. <laughs> it's all we're using. Yep. You never see all three of them in the same shot. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> Anyways, the mom's up. She starts climbing up a tree. She's going to go get this hornet's nest. Uh, as she's up in the tree, we start hearing a dog bark and a very mean, I think it's a Rottweiler yeah, Maybe. it looks like a. Uh, I'm not sure what. It's like it is. a mean guard dog. Yeah, it looks like a Rottweiler, and she tries to speak German to it. So I wonder it's, if maybe it's like a pincher, maybe like a. Oh, maybe like a Doberman pincher. Yeah, yeah, a very German dog. It's just it's barking, and it's supposed to be mean and angry, and you're supposed yeah. to be afraid of it. Its uh, tail's wagging. <laughs> yeah, so happy. <laughs> uh, she's getting really scared and upset, and at the same time, of course, the branch she's standing on is breaking yeah it's shot very weirdly that i can't quite tell what is happening but something I'm, in the tree is breaking yeah i'm pretty sure it's the branch she's standing on yes i think yeah <laughs> um she starts yelling for help and adam is like down kind of like kind of by a riverbed i guess or yeah and he's digging up worms he's got a shovel so he starts running over to help him and <laughs> i thought for sure we were gonna get a shot of adam just like straight up beating a dog in the head with a <laughs> shovel <laughs> <laughs> he was just gonna show up and be like, huh? <laughs> just like that would take a dark turn. Oh yeah. I mean, Adam could be a Patrick Bateman. So oh, a hundred. It's always the ones you least expect, right? Like Larry. Larry's got issues. Like mm-hmm. Larry's the kid drilling the peephole. Okay, yes, like that's he's definitely him. that kid. Yes. <laughs> Lennox is the one. I don't even want to know what Lennox is into. Lennox She's... is probably into some weird drugs. Yes. He's got a Big lifestyle. Big cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You know, his business and, and everything else. Yeah. But uh, Adam is definitely the, like, what's the guy's name from um, Psycho? 
Yeah, it's Patrick uh, or Norman Bates. Norman Bates. He's yeah. a very, I think he's the Norman Bates. Oh, uh, he's definitely got some Norman Bates vibes. Yes. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Mother, mother, are you watching me? Mother, is that you? <laughs> he's even got the accent. He does. He's totally Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he runs over but does not bean the dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, at the same time, Hobo has tied Rex. He's tied Rex's rope around a tree. Yes. Somehow. Around a stump. <laughs> Yes, and he has taken off to go help the mom. Yeah. Uh, Rex does get free, uh, and they chase the Doberman, or whatever it is, away. Did you notice that the film quality changes for all the dog shots? It's weird, right? It goes almost yeah. to like a 16 millimeter shot. Like it's, it's got grainy. that um, grainy, and then it's got that sort of like curved, blackened um, corners. Yeah. So clearly the shots of the hobo and this other dog kind of quote unquote fighting <laughs> uh which involves the hobo jumping on it once yeah or uh, we're shot on a different camera by somebody somebody else which is yeah. very strange i'd like to know the story behind that yeah brad do you know <laughs> christine foster are you listening yeah, anyone, anyone 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 uh so yes they've chased the dog away they've run away uh as they do that the branch the mom is standing on breaks uh and a stunt man falls <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the a stunt mom. man and a jumper. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she does not fall to the ground. The back of her jacket gets stuck on a branch, and she's just like dangling. It's like jerseyed, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and that is the end of part one. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I liked it. <laughs> Me too. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's super cheesy, super <laughs> crazy. It's very Christine Foster. There's a couple of lines in there that are <laughs> clever. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I really, I really dig this episode. How do you yes. feel? Uh, I agree. I thought it was fun. It was silly. Uh, the scavenger hunt is weird, but like it's a fraternity, so I'm not surprised. And like between this episode and last week's episode, I'm feeling very excited about season five, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know that there's a follow-up to this one, which is yes. good. <laughs> it's nice. It's, I did not dread watching this episode a second time. No. Because there was so much happening in every scene that there was always something to look at. Um, and the acting was great. I mean, people yeah. are hamming it up. And <laughs> yes. I I really enjoy that. Yes, that's true. There wasn't really a weak link. Like, Sylvia is a little bit of a eh, yeah. character. But, like, the main characters, they're all good. They're all doing great. <laughs> what was yeah. your ho- hobo harm? Uh, zero. I have zero yeah. for hobo harm. Didn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. No. <laughs> your no. hobo fight. Uh, my hobo fight is uh, the guy who has Rex, the actor, versus society's prejudice against a man in his fire hydrant. Because he like he spends like two minutes with this fire hydrant he, in a holster. He does. And he's just like chilling out, and people are like looking at him weird. And I'm like, hey, listen, if a man wants to sit with a fire hydrant in a holster on the street blindfolded, you can't judge a man for that. He's not like, hurting anyone. No, so. I think that's that's my fight. I think he could like he could make up a little sign. He'd be like, don't be tyrants, love your hydrants. And he could like chill oh, out. It's beautiful. He's like, or to defend our love, hide, rant, and rave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that was a delayed effect. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No, I don't think anyone was. No. I spent, I spent some time on that one. That's beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, that's my hobo fight. Clearly spent too much time thinking about it. I think the heat has uh, has melted my brain a little bit. It started to alter some things. Yeah. 
Yeah. How about you? What was your What was your hobo fight? So I actually didn't have one down because I couldn't think of one. But then you gave me a brilliant idea. <laughs> Sylvia versus the Pink Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, it's tough because we don't know. Like <laughs> Sylvia's Sylvia like OG mm-hmm. Pink Ranger. We don't know what her skills are. Yeah, she could do some like cartwheels and some backflips and like. <laughs> and let's be honest, the Pink Ranger was never a powerhouse in Power <laughs> no. Rangers, right? She's more distracting than anything. Yeah, like I think I think the Blue Ranger was geeky, but he was helpful because he like made tech stuff. Yeah. The Red Ranger was a great fighter. The Green Ranger was an even better fighter. Mm. The Black Ranger had that like fun dance fighting that he used to do. <laughs> yes. And then I think the Yellow Ranger was just there she was like um, martial. she was a martial artist wasn't she yeah yeah but like the pink ranger was a gymnast so maybe like sylvie sylvia as like og pink ranger <laughs> is like an actual martial artist like, yeah she was like the leader of the original power rangers <laughs> yeah exactly she has she's got the dagger flute <laughs> yeah don't make me pull it out <laughs> and like she's got a she's got a t-rex but it's pink yeah which is it's cute cool. but scary <laughs> oh it's terrifying <laughs> yeah you think like Godzilla's it. any less terrifying if he's pink? That's more terrifying. That's an unnatural color. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> Why is he pink? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he's angry about it, too. He fell I into a vat of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Upset stomach. And why is his stomach upset? Because he ate all the last people who made fun of him for being pink. <laughs> right? It's like, I know I shouldn't eat you, but I really want to. I really have <laughs> I'm to gonna this I'm going to regret this, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle <laughs> yeah uh, all right are you are you ready for the next episode part two tell me all about part it. two scavenger heart part two contestants continue to put themselves in danger private property continues to go missing <laughs> and hobo keeps dashing across town trying to right the wrongs done in the name of competition well at least they acknowledged that some wrongs were done <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> and the private property is going missing <laughs> yes and also it's just all being done in this in the name of competition there's no real purpose yeah there's no one wins (laughs) no (laughs) awesome okay well until we meet again fellow hobos hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop i've been stefan and i've been katie take care bye i'm gonna put in the power rangers theme yeah (laughs) go go power (laughs) rangers